Hello, and welcome back to Texas Tech Health Check from Texas Tech University Health Sciences Center. I'm your host, Melissa Whitfield. We want you to get healthy and stay healthy with help from evidence-based advice from our physicians, healthcare providers, and researchers. The annular solar eclipse will cross North, Central, and South America on October 14th and be visible in parts of the U.S. Everyone should know by now not to stare directly at an eclipse. Our guest for this episode is Dr. Kelly Mitchell, Texas Tech physician's ophthalmologist. He explains why we shouldn't look directly at the eclipse and describes the damage it can do to our eyes. Dr. Mitchell also warns us about using our smartphones to look at the eclipse and gives us tips at how to enjoy the eclipse without harming our eyes. Dr. Mitchell, welcome back to our podcast. I'm always glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do here at the Health Sciences Center? Sure. I'm Dr. Kelly Mitchell. I'm one of the ophthalmologists here at the Health Sciences Center. Specifically, my fellowship training and interest and expertise is in diseases of the retina. And that, to highlight, think of it as taking care of diabetic eye disease, macular degeneration, retinal detachments, and also a uncommon but severe disease that we may talk about today in relation to solar eclipses. Well, we're glad to have you. Well, speaking of eclipses, the next one coming around these parts is October 14th. Are there risks when it comes to looking directly at a solar eclipse? And if there are, uh, what are they? The, the easy and quick answer is yes, and, and I would broaden that in, into this phrase. We really shouldn't be looking directly at the sun at all, but I think an eclipse is such an interesting astronomical event that we as human beings are so curious that, that we want to look at it. And, and so I think that that heightens the desire to look, especially for our young people, let's say our school-age children that are so hungry for knowledge and they don't understand the risks. And so, yes, there, there are really significant and really serious risks of injury to the eye if you look at the sun generally, but really specifically with regard to solar eclipses. Does the damage happen right away? And is there a healthy amount of time that we can look at an eclipse? So the damage can happen quite quickly. And I I think the safest and and really the most correct answer is there are a few ways that we can safely look at an eclipse if we have the right equipment. But looking at the sun or looking at an eclipse just with our our unprotected eyes or what we use, our naked eyes, there's no good or safe way to do that, even for a fleeting second. So let's say, for example, we do look at it with our naked eyes. Is there any way to reverse the damage? Well, so I think the fleeting moment, a couple seconds, then you're going to, most people are going to look away and there's not an injury. But, but if you were to look long enough at the sun or an eclipse 
and then you were to notice a lingering distortion of your central vision that then you were to see an eye doctor for, and they were to be worried that you had the disease known as solar retinopathy, there is no effective treatment for that. And you would be left with a permanent and potentially significant loss of your central vision. Well, then how can we look at the solar eclipse without causing damage? And are there different tips for different ages? Yeah. So there are two general ways that you can think about looking at an eclipse. There is the direct way. The direct way is when we look directly at the eclipse. And there are really just one broad way to do that. And I'll give several examples on how to do that. You need to have the right protective filter over your eyes. And there are two real ways to achieve that. The most common way is to purchase the international standard unit filtered glasses. The filter, it's kind of easy to remember. It's the one, two, three, one, two, dash two, basically solar eclipse filter. It is so dark that when you put it on, you really can't see anything unless you're looking at the sun. And that filter is very important because unlike looking at the the sun that is not undergoing an eclipse, which is generally bright and uncomfortable, an eclipse because most of the visible light is blocked by the moon, us human beings, we feel like, oh, it must be easy to look at the eclipse. It's not as bright. But that's just the visible light. That's not the infrared or the ultraviolet light that's still permeating around the moon. And if you're looking at it, because it's a little dimmer, your pupil dilates a little bit more, and your eye isn't as protective. And so you're actually giving your eye more of a toxic dose of the sunshine than you would think you would. And so these filters that wearing that 123-12-2 filter in glasses helps protect that. Those are really sold, I think, for the pair of glasses. They, they look like movie 3D glasses. I think the important thing is, is if you, because they're moderately expensive for the glass. They're, they're made out of paper and mylar filter. I think they run anywhere between 15 and $20, which most people would probably view as expensive, but they're really important filters. And because they're expensive, sometimes people will say, oh, I'll buy them this year and I'll keep them in my drawer for when, I, when the next eclipse comes two or three years from now. The caution that I want people to hear from me is that if you keep those glasses and you're going to use them over several years, you need to make sure they're kept in good condition because the filter is a very delicate, dark membrane. And so there shouldn't be any significant creases in the filter part. There shouldn't be a nick in the filter. There should never be a hole in the filter. And so, but with those glasses, you can wear them and safely look at the eclipse. The other way is there is a welding filter 
And now this is, I think, too, a special cautionary note. The standard welding mass that you go to any of the welding shops or, let's say, any of the local home improvement stores, their standard welding helmet has a darkness of a filter, let's say, between 10 and 12. That's not dark enough to safely view and eclipse the filter that you need to have in the welding helmet is 14 or darker. And so what I worry about the welding helmet is some folks may feel like, oh, this will be good enough for my child to wear. And I would ask people, if you're going to use a welding helmet, you need to absolutely know that that filter is 14 or darker. And if you don't know what the filter is, you should assume that it's one of the more common, not dark enough filters. So those are the two ways that you can really look at the eclipse directly safely. There are a couple ways that I want to remind people never to do, and that's taking your cell phone. People say, oh, my cell phone says that it has the eclipse filter, and I'm going to look at it through the cell phone, not in a direct mode. The only way you should ever consider using a cell phone, if you're going to look at an eclipse, is through the selfie mode where the eclipse is coming in over your shoulder and the filter that's put in the phone, it's really meant to protect the phone from that light. It's not really meant to protect your eyes from the light. And the other two ways that you should not look at an eclipse is taking those special one, two, three, one, two, dash two filters and taping them over a set of binoculars or a telescope and then looking at the eclipse because that unfortunately magnifies that light. Now, putting the direct viewing manner or way on the shelf for a minute. Let's talk about what we commonly see in schools and, and I've enjoyed it myself and also with, my, with, with our daughters. It's the indirect method. Now, the indirect method, what you're doing is you're positioning the eclipse image over your shoulder and, and then you're seeing it on some type of material, you know, not looking directly at it. And there are several ways to do that. The easiest way is actually going into your kitchen and finding one of your colanders that has little holes in it. Now, I recommend not using a metal one because that has too much reflection. You take a plastic colander and you go out onto your driveway. It's better if it's concrete. Asphalt really won't do it as well, but a nice smooth place of concrete. And if you position yourself where your back is to the eclipse and you take the colander, you can actually present through the colander many images of the eclipse on the concrete right down in front. The other way to do that is actually to take a piece of, let's say, cardboard and basically punch a little hole in that cardboard, hold the cardboard up close to your ear and a, pa a piece of white paper, get the image. Now, 
in West Texas with our constant wind, that's a little hard to do because the piece of paper flutters a little bit. So the more standard or uh, common way that you see on a lot of the really nice internet sources is taking a box. And basically the perfect size box is a copier paper box. And what you do is take that box and imagine that you're going to wear it kind of like a hat. And so on one end, on the narrow end of the box, in the middle of it, you're going to cut a little simple four or two inch by two inch square. It doesn't have to be perfectly square, but about that size. And then using some standard kitchen foil, and most everybody has duct tape around the house, duct tape a good piece of foil over that hole, and then just take a standard number two pencil that is sharpened, uh, you know, in an average way, and poke through the foil just to where the lead and the wood of the pencil meet, and that will create a big enough hole to be your projector. Uh, And then on the inside part of the box to get the best image on the small side opposite to where you made the foil pinhole, tape a piece of that copier paper. And then what you'll do is you'll go outside, and again, always with your back toward the eclipse, position that large part of the copier paper box with both hands. Think of it as gently almost wearing it like a hat with the bill slightly, you know, angled down over your face. And what will happen is the image of the eclipse will be projected through the pinhole of the foil onto the paper inside the box, and you'll see that eclipse, and that's a safe way to view it for the entire time, because where the eclipse, since we're, we're not in the exact, Lubbock is not in the, what I call the 100% eclipse zone, but there are communities that that listen to this podcast, Midland and such, that will be. And Lubbock, I think, based on my reading of the of the NASA websites, we're gonna we're gonna be about nearly ninety percent of the eclipse. And there's gonna be a period of four to five minutes that that nearly annular eclipse is gonna be really attractive to look at. And the indirect method is gonna give Give people a nice way to look at that for that entire period. And if you're going to look at it directly, and I know four to five minutes doesn't seem like a long time, but if you're going to look at it directly, you have to have those filters, whether it's the 123-12-2 or the grade 14 welder's mask to do it safely. So you also mentioned that we shouldn't look at the sun directly. Should and how can we protect our eyes the rest of the year? I think that that is always a, a, such a nice question to have based on, you know, the eclipse, which is such an interesting thing, because some of the things that we do for prevention in our life sometimes aren't as exciting to talk about as an eclipse. And so what I would say is the eyes kind of like the skin. So there are things that we can do. Wearing a broad brim hat creates a little bit of a shaded porch for our eyes. And really wearing sunglasses 
would also help too. Now, it is true that normal prescription sunglasses that that the three people uh, in this interview all are wearing, there are some filters that are in those glasses, and those are much better than not having anything on when you're outside. But for our patients and, and our and our community members that don't have to wear glasses to see clearly, wearing sunglasses and wearing a broad brim hat would really help quite a bit decreasing the amount of direct sunlight that you would experience. Is there anything else you'd like to add? I think the only thing that I would like to add is for people to enjoy the eclipse if that's an interest of theirs, but to please really heed my warning today that you cannot really look at the eclipse safely, even for a brief moment, if you don't have the right filtered glasses to enjoy it safely. Well, thanks for all this wonderful information. Well, it's, it's always great to talk to you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to Texas Tech Health Check. Make sure to subscribe or follow wherever you listen to podcasts. This information is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice. Always seek immediate medical advice from your physician or your healthcare provider for questions regarding your health or medical condition. Texas Tech Health Check is brought to you by Texas Tech University Health Sciences Center and produced by Tierra Castillo, Susanna Cisneros, Mark Hendricks, Kay Williams, Tyler White, and me, Melissa Whitfield. <laughs>